The overarching theme, I would say, in this book, Thomas, is that we're all just one decision away from a totally different life. And I think that's, that's a concept that everybody can, can grab onto, whether it's a career change or a divorce, a move across the country, or, you know, we all have that power to make that choice for a better life. I, I just wanted to say thank you so much for joining us. I just had a little bit of time to listen to uh, one of your podcasts as well. And it, it's nice to bring this full circle. The Sisters We Were, it's a new novel by Wendy Willis Baldwin. And Wendy, do you mind just giving a little background to yourself and, and what, what do you do in life? Well, first of all, thanks for having me on today, Thomas. I so appreciate this opportunity to share a little bit about The Sisters We Were, which debuts on Tuesday. Um, and yeah, as for me, I've been a writer, um, been just kind of chipping away at um, a number of different manuscripts for quite some time. But this is the first one that I was able to sell or my agent was able to sell. And I couldn't be more thrilled. Um, my early career was broadcasting and sales, and um, I've done all kinds of I've done all kinds of things over the course of my now long life. <laughs> and um, anyway, yeah, I'm just thrilled to finally have a book coming out. So you mentioned you had worked on you had worked on some manuscripts before. Were, were there any of those manuscripts were they based on your life, the intimacies of your life, like this book was? You know, some of them, I think, you know, as a writer, we, we write what we know. I mean, so in fiction writing, I, I really do think that there's always a kernel of truth that um, is threaded through whatever our narrative might be. Um, yeah, I mean, another manuscript I have was basically loosely based on a, um, a number of letters that I received from um, a, a relative who passed away, and I just was so taken by them, and I started kind of conjuring up all kinds of story ideas, and, and I, I finally landed on one, and, and that's what I'm working on next. So hopefully we'll get that one sold, too. So The Sisters We Were, it is a novelization of your very real story between you and your own sister who had uh, struggled with her own weight. And I, I'm wondering, how much of this story is actually true? You mentioned that uh, Birdie, the mother <laughs> between the two girls, she was convicted uh, for a crime. Is, is this all from your own life? No, 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 no. In fact, it, on some of the advanced reads, it's been kind of funny because some of my friends are like, wait, Wendy, did your mom really go to prison? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no, no. And, and God rest her soul, my, my parents were both law-abiding citizens and um, were never incarcerated. But um, uh, yeah, the in the fictional story of Pearl and Ruby Crenshaw, um, that is one of the things that we find out at the beginning of the book is that their mom, Birdie, is, in, is incarcerated. And we find out it's for manslaughter, and we're kind of, as readers, we're going, why is that? What happened? And and we also meet Pearl Crenshaw, who, at the opening of the book, weighs 531 pounds. And, um, you know, I, my own sister, um, that was what she weighed at her heaviest 10 years ago when she decided very heroically that she wanted to save her life. And um, she lost 349 pounds over the period of eight, 18 months. And um, she got smaller, her life got bigger, and I was just super fascinated by that whole thing and really inspired by it and, and kind of um, wondering why we don't have more voices like that in fiction. And so I wanted to write a character about a character who was facing a similar food addiction, um, and that was my sister's situation, of course. Um, and... Um, really explore the way that relationships, our most intimate relationships, expand and contract and direct relationships to the secrets we keep. And these two sisters 
are estranged, and we find out over the course of the story that they've had a lot of family secrets and a lot of childhood trauma that they've been keeping from one another, and they both have vastly different coping strategies. So Birdie's incarceration, that was part of the, uh, the trigger that, uh, the, the triggering trauma that sent Pearl down this path. Why did you choose to make that the traumatic event in this story rather than basing something off your own life? Um, you know, that's a good question. I don't know. I just felt like um, the stakes would be, I suppose when I was conjuring that up, I was thinking I wanted to create something where the stakes were really high and there was some um, real obvious tension. Um, and that was, um, and also by, by tucking Birdie away in prison, just from a storytelling standpoint, it, it really allowed me to focus in on Pearl, um, the protagonist and, and Ruby, her foil, her, her older sister, her, her greatest defender, greatest source of support, but also, um, someone who has just misunderstood Pearl, um, and her whole, um, spiraling, you know, food addiction. So, um, yeah, it just kind of enabled me to just focus on those two characters a little bit more. And certainly the dynamic between the two sisters is uh, just uh, perfectly woven throughout the book. There was one section, I believe, on page 51, um, where there was this passive-aggressive argument right before Ruby and Pearl are going on a boat ride with supposedly the doppelganger to Bradley Cooper, um, was was that kind of mirroring a part of your own conversation with your sister before um, before she chose to have bariatric surgery? Yeah, actually, it was. I mean, one of the things that I, I really liked about um, creating a, a character like Ruby is that Ruby. I mean, I definitely, from a personality standpoint, identify with her more. Um, and for many years, um, just like a whole lot of people, I think I misunderstood um, my own sister's circumstance. I mean, I I thought it would be so simple to just simply encourage her, you know, I mean, she, she was nearly bedbound and, um, you know, I was saying stupid things like, Hey, just exercise and eat less. And, and, um, those, that's not really what someone who weighs 531 pounds wants to hear from anybody. And, and, um, and so, you know, Ruby is that character who, um, I think a lot of folks can identify with because she represents so many people in, in, society who just misunderstand people coming from that situation. Um, that specific scene that you're talking about on the boat, yeah, um, where they get, she gets kind of mouthy and, and very um, snarky, but at the same time, what follows is an event that, that could have been fatal for Pearl, and it's one of those wake-up calls among many that Pearl has throughout the course of the narrative where she's like, look, if I don't if I don't do something about my health, if I don't start to value myself more, I'm not going to live very long. There was another uh, scene within the book that really captured my my mind quite a bit, and I thought it was kind of a, a perfect analogy with uh, chapter, I believe it was chapter 15 in the yoga scene, where I believe it's Ruby's doing some yoga and she's struggling with the poses, and that's when Pam, the instructor, says, what happened on the mats is a reflection of what's happening in our lives. Um, yeah. Did you did you have a moment <laughs> like that, or how, how did that strike you? Yes, I just love the visual yes, for actually, that. Actually, you know what, Thomas, I did. In fact, um, my sister and I did have a moment one time years ago in real life where we were in a hot, uh, like a Bikram yoga studio, and she was really, um, you know, she wasn't yet 531 pounds, but she was approaching that, and, and I was just trying so hard to, you know, 
I loved her. I wanted to introduce her to things that might inspire her. And I thought maybe if she got into yoga, you know, and she was sitting there trying to do the poses and, and um, it was difficult for her. And the yogi was walking around the room and I was trying to whisper to my sister, like, are you okay? Are you okay? Is this too much for you? You know, I was very concerned and I couldn't focus on my own yoga. And the yogi came over to me and, and kind of shushed me and said, Hey, it's her yoga. Let her do her. You, you know, you do you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mind your own business. And it was sort of that whole scene in real life sort of illustrated just sort of a big sister, little sister dynamic where I was always trying to help and protect. And, you know, we just, um, sisters have complicated, nuanced relationships and we get real with each other. We get rowdy with each other. And, um, I think the cool thing about the sisters we were is that it's very unapologetically raw. I mean, it's interesting. I don't want to get too deep into it, but uh, focusing on somebody else and it pulls you out of what you are trying to do in your own life. And then none of you are really getting what you want because none of you are focusing on your own issues. But I, I suppose that's just one reading of that particular scene. Pardon? Of focusing on somebody else's issues rather than your own and in so doing, you end up pulling yourself out of of life and trying to, uh, I guess, control your, your own life a little bit more. Yes, exactly. Exactly. We're speaking with Wendy Willis-Baldwin, the author of The Sisters. We were a novel. I, I can't help, just because of the timeliness of it, this book really hit me because of The Whale, the new movie from Darren Aronofsky starring Brendan Fraser, and that also has a very similar storyline. Did that uh, strike you at all, seeing that you you now have this book coming out and we see another story about a man trying to struggle with um, the sins of his past or trying to find redemption while also struggling with his weight? Well, I I have not yet seen that film, but I'm, I'm looking forward to it. But I can only say that I am excited. And very grateful that we're now um, seeing more voices like this in fiction, more characters um, depicting people of all shapes and sizes. And, um, and uh, you know, initially, when, when I first went out on submission with this manuscript, Thomas, I had an agent get back to me and said, you know, Wendy, I think um, hearing from a 531-pound protagonist might be distasteful for a lot of people. And that was a direct quote. I still have that email, and I'm not going to name the name, but... Um, it, that really hurt my feelings. It hurt my sister's feelings um, because, you know, we. I, I really do feel that people who are struggling with their weight like that um, and certainly people who struggle with a food addiction have been overlooked and misunderstood for far too long. And, you know, we, we talk very readily in fiction and in storytelling about people with alcohol addictions or, or drug addictions or, you know, sex addictions and Anorexia has also um, been explored, which is sort of the converse um, thing with food addiction. And yet we don't have a lot of these stories where where, um, we're hearing from from characters like this, like Pearl Crenshaw, who weighs 531 pounds. And at a time when, you know, we've got close to 43% of the United States population dealing with obesity, directly dealing with it, um, you know, I think it's a timely topic. Well, that's interesting, too, that uh, that particular individual chose to use distasteful, especially when you have other versions of media showing self-destructive behavior, euphoria being one show about um, obsessive drug use, or you have a show like Dahmer that shows the, the mad thinkings of a, of a psychopath and a serial killer. And it's interesting that uh, somehow a 531-pound woman is somehow distasteful. I agree. I, I couldn't agree with you more. It was 
And and that was actually the genesis of what what started us down the path of developing the podcast, the Life After Fat Pants podcast, which we named because at one time when my sister weighed 531 pounds, her genes, she kind of kept them as her trophy um, after her weight loss. And we had done a magazine interview, an article, and each of us were standing in one leg of her old jeans. And it was, the visual was just so striking and so remarkable, and it was such an achievement for her. And so it's all about true stories of transformation, and they're not all weight-related. It's really about, you know, the overarching theme, I would say, in this book, Thomas, is that we're all just one decision away from a totally different life. And I think that's that's a concept that everybody can, can grab onto, whether it's a career change or a divorce or a, a move across the country or, you know, we're, we're all, we all have that power to make that choice for a better life. And what I love so much about Pearl Crenshaw is that she finally decides she's worth it. The sisters, we were speaking with Wendy Willis Baldwin. And uh, from what I can tell, too, you release about um, an episode a month or whenever you have time throughout the year? Yeah, we were uh, actually doing um, a couple of episodes every month in our first season. And um, I actually ended up moving to New England. And uh, it kind of, in the course of our move over this past year, it kind of, um, uh, and, and with the book launch and everything, it's kind of rocked a little bit of that. But yeah, we're doing about a month, one month, um, one episode per month. Well, I had another question that really had to deal with um, the perception of overweight individuals or plus size bodies within the media. And that takes me right to the Learning Channel, which I don't know how they still keep that name, but TLC has a number of shows that show yeah. plus size bodies for entertainment. And I have so many choice words about it. What are your feelings about shows that are showing bodies like this and trying to lose weight and put it in front of like the general population? Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a little bit of a touchy subject, I think, because I'm it's a fine line between sort of being fetishing, sort of creating a fetish um, uh, out of it, or or um, I, I don't know, um, preying on people um, <laughs> or uh, sensationalizing stuff. And, and so I, I understand all of that. I I just know that I grew up loving someone who ultimately ended up weighing 531 pounds, and it was a really hard thing to watch. And, um, and now that she has conquered her, her weight loss issues, um, I know my sister who's a, who's a bariatric coach and she has kind of turned her pain into her purpose. Um, she can talk from the standpoint of like, oh, I've overcome this. I, I've, I've done this. Um, but I think it's just, um, the fine line between showing the, you know, up close and personal and, um, sensationalizing stuff. Well, since you since you brought that up, do you mind maybe expounding on that a little bit further? What do you, what do you mean about the fetishization? Why why is that something that seems to be occurring with some of these shows? You know, I'm not really sure. Um, I know that you know even on our podcast, Thomas, we we've, we've had some guests on our show who have had similar um, experiences as my sister, and I know that those shows don't necessarily make them feel terribly comfortable. They're not very comfortable with seeing that because it's um, um, uh, just, I don't know. I think it's, I, I think I'm not, I'm not sure there's a fine line between instruction and sort of, um, taking advantage, I guess. Mm. I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm even answering that correctly. 
Well, it's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting question. But uh, this book so far, I've enjoyed uh, what I've would have gone through. The sisters we were. It's a novel from Wendy Willis Baldwin. Uh, Wendy, where can people find the book online? And more importantly, do you have a website where people can maybe um, have a conversation about the material? Absolutely. I would welcome that. My website is wendywillisbaldwin.com, and um, there's information on how to contact me there. Also, people can find us at the lifeafterfatpantspodcast.com. My sister and I are both featured there. Um, and, yeah, people can buy the book starting Tuesday anywhere books are sold, and um, I encourage everybody to buy from their local indie stores, of course. I'm always a big fan of that. And then um, pre-orders are going on right now, so people can just hop online right now and, and pre-order. Soon going to have an Audible um, release as well. Oh, excellent. Wendy, once again, thank you so much for joining us today. Any final words you want to include? Nothing, um, except just thank you so much for this opportunity, Thomas. I just really appreciate it, and I hope everybody falls in love with Pearl and Ruby. Well, thank you so much, and have a wonderful week, Wendy. Likewise. Wendy Willis-Baldwin, author of The Sisters We Were, and also one half of the podcasting team behind Life After Fat Pants, which you can find on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. 95.3 WBEV. The following interview was originally recorded January 12th of 2023.